Welcome to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast, where we talk about all things health and wellness. We can't wait for you to hear today's episode, so let's get to it. Hi guys, welcome back to the Kinda Crunchy Podcast. My name is Rachel. And my name is Jensen. And I am so happy to be back. I was not here for last week's episode because I was not feeling my best. Um, So Jensen had a great guest interview that she took, um, even though I wasn't able to make it. And we're back together today recording, excited to bring you a fun little episode. Um, We're just going to catch up on life because we didn't chat last week for the podcast like we typically do. So we have some catching up to do and just have our episode today. So Jensen, catch us up on life. What's up with life? Well, I just came back from the dentist. Um, They gave me an option for, you know how they just usually use mint toothpaste to clean your mouth? That's like Mm -hmm. normal. And you know, I hate mint. Obviously, I deal with it because all toothpaste is mint. And the girl's like, do you want cookie dough? And I'm like, cookie dough toothpaste? At first, I was like, that sounds weird. But then like, I was like, you know what? YOLO, sure, use it. Why not? Mm -hmm. And it actually was like very subtle and it tasted good. So, was it like chocolate chip cookie dough or like like, sugar cookie? It was more like a sugar cookie and it was just kind of like a subtle taste. Um, So, I don't know how I feel about that. I I, think it sounds gross. I, that's why I, I, first I said, let's just do mint. And then I was sitting there and I was like, I mean, why not? The worst that happens is I never do it again. But I was like, you know what? We'll just try it. And I actually like really enjoyed it. So, I've never heard of that. Interesting. Same, I've had either. options before, like cinnamon or strawberry or, or mint. gum or something. Yeah, but yeah. like cookie dough. And I was like, sure, why not? So. Going to a bougie dentist, apparently. Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, also, it was weird. <laughs> Logan had his appointment last night. Like, of we've ne- like, of, what are the odds we were like there in the same two days We always do joint dentist appointments. Well, Aww. I went to the holistic dentist recently. Mm-hmm. But before that, we always have – like, they set our appointments at the same exact time. Aww. And so we just see there's like more than one dentist at the mm-hmm. practice. So we go in at the same time. That's so cute. It's really, it's really not. I don't care if I go to the dentist. It's just more of a scheduling convenience rather than two, two appointments on different days. But no, that's fair. Anyway, no one um, needed to know that. <laughs> I'm sure no one really cared that I could do toothpaste at the dentist, but here we are. Um, okay, this is so, this is something funny that happened last night. So, I don't know if I shared this on here. Logan and I are going to Costa Rica um, on a mission trip end of July, beginning of August um, with our youth group. And we're so excited about it. I went on it before, but he has not. So it'll be fun to get to like experience that together. And we got an email last night from like our youth pastor and he was like, make sure you like your passports are good to go and you know, he'll need a copy of it and stuff. Um, And then Logan just said something. He read that out loud. He's like, where's my passport? I should probably check like just to make sure everything's good. And I don't think he would have checked if it wasn't for that email. And that's not till August, but Italy is in May. And we find his passport and it expires this weekend. (gasps) I know. I was like, Logan, it expires this weekend. I was like, you need to submit it to get a new one because it could take like two months. Like you never know. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, that was like a big praise God alert because (laughs) – if we, I don't know, like, I don't know if he would have checked before and then it would have been like May 1st and we'd been at the airport and he'd be like, um, your passport's expired. And I would have been like, well, I'm going to go enjoy Italy. No, I wouldn't do that. But, um, <laughs> that would be a yeah, huge bummer. Yeah. That would be the most terrible thing in the world. So 
that crisis was averted. That's um, funny because my Logan's keeps freaking me out because I'm always like, are passports current? Are they current? And his expires in 2025, but like his picture was him at age 15, I think it was. So it was and, Logan's. It was 14. Yeah. And so he's like so young in it. And I'm like, how is that still relevant? Like, how has that not expired? Mm-hmm. And I guess mine I changed because I got married and I Same. didn't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mine would have been forever. But mm-hmm. I just always think his is expired. But he's like, no, I'm still good for this year. So it made me sad when I had to change my passport last year or two years ago because I lost all my study abroad stamps. I mean, I still have it, but they're just Yeah. Like- did you keep your yeah, old I have passport? my old passport. Yeah, I still have it, but there's only one stamp in this one. So, do you feel like when you travel, you have to say to them, "No, I've traveled a lot. I just <laughs> this is a new passport. This is a new passport. I'm actually very well cultured, so <laughs> this isn't yeah. my first international trip. This okay, <laughs> I'm well seasoned. Um, so yeah, that happened last night. Um, we are just finished a show on Netflix um, called Band of Brothers. Have you heard of it? Feel like I've heard the name, but know nothing about it. Okay, it's about World War II. Not my – I would never have picked this show to watch. Yeah. It's all about like the war and fighting and there's blood and I basically like would look away for all like the fighting scenes. But it was like the most like well done show and it just gave me such an appreciation for like the army and the military. Not that mm-hmm. I didn't before, but it just like shined a new light on like – what they went through and I've always had like a fascination with like learning about like the Holocaust. I just think it's very interesting. Obviously, it's a terrible thing but, you know, it goes into that. Like the one episode, they like find a concentration camp and they like didn't even know that that was happening which is just so crazy. Um, But it was really good. It was only 10 episodes on Netflix. It's like a show from like 20 years ago but it just like came to Mm. Netflix. Um, So Logan and I just finished that and we started – It's we started the number one show on Netflix right now. It's called – um. Fool me once. Or We're fool watching me twice. that. How far are, are you? Did you start it? Or are you like? We're like six episodes in. Okay. Is it like really scary? Because I was freaked out after the first episode. I'm going to be honest. I fell asleep last <laughs> night during the episode and I cannot fall asleep with the TV on normally. And it's actually very interesting. I just must have been very tired. And I feel like it got. It's not scary. There's just so much going on that I wasn't connecting enough pieces that I started to just get confused about the storylines where I was like, okay, I would have really had to pay attention to this. And now we're six episodes in and I wasn't paying enough attention. So I have no idea what's going on. So now I'm just like checked out. Logan's really enjoying it. He'll probably finish it tonight. It was very intense. We just watched one episode last night and I usually it's like halfway through an episode of what we're watching because I get up earlier. I'm always just like, I take my blue light glasses off and I just say to Logan, I'm tapping out and (laughs) I just roll over and somehow I can fall asleep, which again, probably not the best way to fall asleep, but is what it is. Um, But like, I thought it was kind of like little, like freaky and intense. It was very loud, but Mm -hmm. like loud in the sense of like, it would be all calm and then like something would happen. Um, But it seems good. So I'm still giving it a chance. Yeah. We watched the Barbie movie this past week. Yeah. Me as you and Logan? Yes, on Monday. And Logan did not want to watch it with me. I kept saying I wanted to watch it. And he was like, <laughs> oh, I want to watch it with you. And then eventually he was like, I'm just, I'm not going to watch it. Watch it on your own. So I was going to, but then by some chance we somehow caught some of the Golden Globes award show. I feel like 
the Golden Globes was more relevant this year than it normally mm-hmm. is. I don't know why. It was just – I think it came on after the one football game, so it was just, like, on the TV. So oh. then we were seeing all these different movies, like, announced and winning awards. We weren't really paying that much attention, but it was just, like, on in the background. And then Logan was like, wait, I do want to watch the Barbie movie now. So we watched it together, um, and I really liked it. It was my first time watching it. So, yeah, we watched that, and then we started the Fool Me Once, and hopefully – I say Logan, but it'll be both of us watching it. But um, we can finish that up tonight so that it's done with because I'm over it. <laughs> I feel like the Barbie movie, people either said it was the dumbest thing they've ever seen or they were like, I loved it. Um, and I feel like the one thing that I heard someone say was like, it's just like really like colorful and fun. And I feel like mm-hmm. the world is a dark place. If you, you turn on the news and it's very like dark and depressing. And I think like – something fun and colorful like I feel like was probably just like a breath of fresh air of like oh I left this movie feeling good yeah I enjoyed it I thought it was good so that's one of the things we watched this week did you have any more updates I don't want to go into mine if you still have more to share um two more those should be pretty quick well the one should be pretty quick um we when we got some snow this past weekend or maybe it was yeah this past weekend mm-hmm. um we didn't get as much as you guys we only got like a few inches and then it melted i know like i talked to my parents and they said you got a lot more and it also like stuck yeah. ours like was like slushy the next day um but our friends thomas and alexis came over with their almost one-year-old asher and they brought a sled they're like we want to go sled riding down your hill. And oh, yeah. You have a good hill for sled we, riding. We do. And we've never actually, like, gone down it. So Alexis and Asher go down it, and they're, like, picking up some good speed. And they, like, get to, like, the end of, like, our yard. And, like, Thomas and Logan are at the bottom, and I'm at the top, like, filming it. Um, just because it was so cute because it was probably – I think it was Asher's first time, like, on a sled. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they get to, like, the bottom of, like, our yard. But you know how there's the field that, yes. like, in the summer it's, like, like – corn stalk so it's high but in the winter it's flat but alexis just keeps going and she like hits the field and the field it's hard to tell but it like really slopes down so it's like you pick up a lot of speed when you hit the field yeah and she's just going faster and faster and she's headed for the (laughs) pond like literally there's a stream a fence and a pond and she is like with asher just like flying and so funny you'd see logan and thomas just like sprinting after her and i'm just like watching this um she stopped at the bottom and was fine. Like, I think she sucked her legs out. But, like, it was, she was probably, like, three yards from, like, the water. Oh, my goodness. It was wild. We were just, like, that was crazy. And Asher was, like, not having it either because – Oh, really? Probably, I mean, I feel like, yeah, kids – I mean, he's only one years old. And he was probably, like, what's happening? But yeah. But it, it was fun. Um, but then, okay, my last life update. Sorry. I feel like we didn't – since we didn't do this last episode. Right? And I just feel like – I feel like a lot has happened. Um. I recently started going to pelvic floor therapy and a variety of reasons why I'm going there, but it's just amazing how the whole body is connected, like pelvic floor, digestion, constipation, like your stress and cortisol, your breathing. Like I was just like there for 45 minutes and I felt like so like empowered and just to be able to like heal my body in certain ways by just super simple things like literally like deep belly breathing, focusing on my breath. Um, She was like, I want you to do the I love you massage twice a day, which we had talked about on here. I forget what episode. Um, Probably the digestion one. Probably the – yeah, probably that one. And it was just like so cool to just like 
and then just hear her talk about how everything was connected and like the breathing helps with like your stress and cortisol levels, which a lot of the – I struggle with a lot of like hormonal imbalances and insulin resistance. So like that all ties together. Um, and the, her name was Lynn. She was so nice. And I looked at her and I was like, why have you every week? And she's like, uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, good because you're amazing. Um so I went Tuesday. So I go the next Tuesday for a few weeks. So more to report back on that. But I know we talked about pelvic floor therapy on here with Dr. Kate, I believe. We talked about it with her. Did we talk yeah, about it? Yeah. And we then, touched on it. And yeah, with, there's been um, several Chloe episodes. Yes. And Chloe, I feel like we've talked about it with a lot of people. But again, we've talked about it, but we haven't experienced it. So it was just <laughs> super cool. And just with like trying to have a baby and one day having a baby, God willing, like I'm excited that I'm getting things better before. Like I'm equipping my body to be able to be in the best possible like shape pelvic-wise before that happens. So, Yeah. I know that I've talked a lot about pelvic floor stuff on here. And I've told you, Jensen, like I'm such a huge advocate for pelvic floor therapy without having actually gone to it myself. Um, Logan and I – as I've shared on here before, we're still in the process of waiting to have kids currently. But part of like my pre-pregnancy plans are to hopefully go to pelvic floor therapy just to make sure everything's good to go and I'm doing anything I can. And I truly feel like it should be like all women who are trying to plan a pregnancy or postpartum should like have pelvic floor therapy. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like it like goes so unknown about Um, and I know I've told you before too, when I was working in occupational therapy in the hospital setting, I was like, I want to go for pelvic floor stuff, but it's more a physical therapy thing. And you have to have like, at least your masters, a lot of them have their Mm -hmm. doctorate. And I was just like, yeah, no, it's no, (laughs) that's a pipe dream. I'm not going after. Um, But I just – I find it so fascinating and I'm just like such a big advocate. I tell people all the time, I'm like, you should go to public floor therapy. And they're like, oh, have you been? And I'm like, no, but I know this one's good and this one's good and this one is locally. I've heard from all these people and I'm planning to go. So I'm super excited to – I know you've already shared some about the journey with me, but I'm just excited to keep getting updates from you on how it's going. Yeah, and it's so cute. I'm actually – if you're watching on YouTube, these little like sticky notes, um, they say breathe. She like gave me them. She's like, here, I want you to place these wherever you might see them. And just it's a reminder to like do like these like deep belly breaths. And I was like, oh, that was so sweet. Like she's literally so thoughtful. And like you are saying, they have – um their program there is called the fourth trimester. So they like really mm-hmm. encourage like postpartum women to go. So yeah, it was cool. But I just gave you like so many life updates, some pointless, some just – good life updates but tell me about you Rachel tell I feel like this episode's gonna be a lot of us catching up and then a little bit of the topic (laughs) (laughs) because we're we're just gonna brush this topic since we're not experts but felt like it'd still be fun to cover but Mm -hmm. um yeah I feel like I have a good amount of life updates I actually have like a list in the notes in my phone that says life updates to share on the podcast and it's like some of them are relevant like time relevant And then others aren't. So I was like, okay, should I share all of these? And I was like, okay, I'm going to share these three right now because I feel like they're relevant. Um, And then the other ones I'll share some other time in the future because they're just like ongoing things. A little Um, cliffhanger. Yeah. So first off, I was not feeling good. What would it have been? Not this week, but last week. I caught whatever my family had had over like New Year's or whatever. I caught it a little delayed and just like felt like a truck hit me. Like, and my head just 
there was like just so much pressure and I just had like an ongoing headache. Um, and it was only a few days, but I was supposed to actually drive down to Jensen's for that episode was our plan. And there were just like figuring it out virtually with both of us. We just didn't have it set up for that. So we were like, okay, I didn't feel good anyway. And like, I didn't end up making it to Jensen's. So I just like bowed out of that one, but I'm so happy I didn't go down, which this sounds really bad, but I was supposed to, my mom's side of her family lives down kind of by where Jensen does probably like a half hour from Jensen. And, um, we always go the first weekend in January to my grandparents on that side to celebrate Christmas delayed, which those grandparents are like 93 and 91. I think Wow. they will drive from like the three hour trip from where you're where they live to here, spend the day and then drive back in the same day. And they like professionally roller skated up until a few years ago. My grandpa just built brand new cabinets, an entire kitchen for both of my cousins that live here. Like they are just still the picture of health. They're amazing people. Maybe, sorry to cut you off, but maybe we should have them on the podcast and how to, <laughs> how to live till you're like 95 and still be in like great condition. Holy crap. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They're really neat people. Um, so we always like to go down there because a lot of our, like probably half our, my mom's side of the family lives there. Then the other half lives here, like her and her siblings and like all the cousins and everything. So we always go down that first weekend of January. And so my plan was to go to Jensen's and stay. And then I was going to drive over to my aunt and uncle's house and stay. And then my grandparents, the Christmas gathering was on that Saturday. And then we would typically like drive back on Sunday, but we had to be back on by Sunday. So we were going to drive home that Saturday night. The plan was Logan couldn't get off work and I can work from home. He couldn't. So he was going to drive down that Saturday morning to my grandparents, then just drive back that night and we'd both drive our own separate cars. Well, they were calling for a storm that weekend. Mm -hmm. And so we were like watching the weather and then I wasn't feeling good. So we were like, okay. I'm not going to Jensen's. Maybe we just won't even go to Christmas. We were going to drive down Saturday morning to go to my grandparents and then just drive back that night. And then we were like, well, maybe we won't. But then like they're 93 and 91. So and we never see that side of the family. And Logan couldn't make it last year because he was on a ski trip. And like my grandma buys everyone gifts, even if you're not there. So he was like, I have to go. Like she bought me <laughs> gifts last year and I wasn't there. So you're we like, OK, we're going to go. So Seeing that there was a storm, we were like, we'll drive down Friday night. So Logan got off work. I still wasn't feeling good. We drove down really late Friday night, like literally got to my aunt and uncle's. Everyone was asleep. We just went to sleep, woke up the next morning, went to the Christmas gathering, and then they were calling for like this storm to come through and hit the hardest mm -hmm. at like 12, 31 o'clock in the state college area, like where we had to drive through from like point A to point B. And so I was very much, I was like, maybe we should just stay tonight, like drive home tomorrow when it's safer. But my parents, my aunt and uncle who live in the Punxsy area, all their kids, everyone was driving home like at one o'clock and they were like, no, it's going to be fine. We'll just take it slow. Like it's just snow. We're from Pennsylvania. We drive in the snow or, or whatever. And they were just insistent. And so Logan and I really were like powwowing and we were like, okay, we'll just go because everyone else is going. But like, it's probably not the best choice because that's like literally when they're saying not to drive and it's on like main interstates. So we leave and we get literally a half hour from my grandparents and we're on 322. Like 
is that an interstate? Is it? Is that what it's considered? I, it's, it's something. I, I'm the I worst know. with roads, but yes, 322. Okay, but it's about. like, yeah. yeah, a main one. And literally, the roads are so bad. There's a massive pile up. We get caught in traffic. Literally sat for over two hours. Car turned completely off, like blizzard. Then there's like an exit one mile down the road from where we were stopped. So we got off on the exit and then we like powwowed with everyone. Like, are you going to keep going? And I was like, why don't we just turn around and go back? Like, and they're like, well, it's like an hour to get back now because the roads are so bad. And they were like closing all these roads and stuff. It was crazy because the weather was just like so bad. And Logan was driving and he was like, we'll just take it slow and get home when we get home. At this point, we're like this far into the trip might as well. And I was like, okay. And I was just so thankful he was driving because I'm not the best at driving in like inclement weather. And I was like stressed about it. He didn't seem that stressed considering Jensen, it took us like nine hours to get home and it normally takes three. It was awful. I was just praying the whole way. I literally the whole nine hour trip. I was not on my phone. I didn't read a book. I didn't do anything. I watched the road the whole time and I wasn't even driving. Like that's the level of stress I was. I was in like fight or flight. Like I did not need to pee. I did not need to eat. Like had no appetite. Like I was literally in like the fight or flight stress. Logan was driving. Like, thank God I wasn't like, can you imagine if I drove down to your house and then was trying to go behind him? I, I would have had a panic attack or something. You would have, I think you would have just been like, I'm going back. Like, I don't care what the rest of you guys do. Like, I no, I would have slept at the truck stop. Like I would not have driven anymore. Um, but it was just, it was crazy. And then like all the roads literally kept getting shut down from Rex and the GPS kept rerouting us. We ended up like on 80, which 80 were always kind of like scared of just because it, there's a lot of wrecks there and stuff. And it ended up being the best cleared and safest road by some chance, but it was still just like, it was the longest trip home. And then we got home and Logan was like, starving and he was like let's order a pizza and we ordered a pizza and the whole thing was burnt and he was like this is just like to top off the day but it was super stressful it was so funny though because I was like replaying it in my head this week um about like our trip home and I was just like when Logan got home he was just like so high energy and like just unbothered and I was like needing to decompress and like literally (laughs) fatigued from it and like still stressed and then I was just like putting it together how we're just such different people and like Logan functions at his best under pressure like he's such Mm -hmm. a procrastinator and loves that and I don't and that's why I'm such a planner so just our opposite reactions to situation like that is just yeah funny but I'm very thankful we made it home safe I am like I've had a couple bad travel experiences in the past six months, and I'm just like, I'm over it. Rachel's not going anywhere, except they did plan a trip this year. Yes. I was hesitant. I was like, like, I I don't don't know know if I want to. Like, I'm already stressed thinking about traveling again. So, but we did. But yes, very thankful to be home. Sorry I missed the episode, but also grateful I was not driving. Yeah. It's so funny how we. Anytime something like terrible happens, we'll always like voice memo each other. Like you were like the first person I voice memoed on our experience in Maine when we like got locked out of our car. Uh huh. But it's always like we're always like, well, at least this will be a funny story on the podcast. Exactly. Every trial, it's like like say every trial God uses for good. Every trial we get to share on the podcast is a funny story. (laughs) 
It's so true. On a more positive note, um, I guess a couple other life updates. Jensen, I have been drinking so much hot chocolate. It is like my current obsession. So I'm not a coffee drinker, but in the month of December, I drank a little more coffee than I normally do because I think it's just like cozy and there's more events where it's like out and stuff. And I was like, okay, when January comes, I'm not really drinking coffee at all because I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. And I just, I don't want to drink it. And so I do like like a warm, cozy drink and I'm always a big fan of tea, but the one day I made myself a hot chocolate and it's like I'm using like cacao with some maple syrup and then my raw milk and like hot water to mix like the cocoa and um, maple syrup. And then I put some raw milk in that like I froth and it is so creamy and cozy and just like perfect. And I'm like, there's also health benefits because there's raw milk and like good cacao in there that I'm just loving hot chocolate. So that's a big kick I'm on right now. So I just love that. wanted to share that. <laughs> um, going off that real quick, I was at Trader Joe's like a month ago. Trader Joe's is like 40 minutes from us. So um, I only go there if I'm near it. Mm-hmm. And I got like a chai tea concentrate. Like, and yesterday I used like espresso, raw milk, and then the chai. And I made myself a dirty chai. And it had like maple syrup and cinnamon. And it was so good and I just I feel like chai is such like a cozy drink too so I feel like I'm gonna be drinking a lot more chai I've always loved chai my mom got me hooked on chai lattes from sheets when I was like 13 and like sheets of all places (laughs) you told me about their frozen chai lattes I remember you telling me about them yes but they use like a syrup and I've now come to realize it's very bad It was just the only reference point I had for chai. Living in like small town Punxsutawney, Mm -hmm. it existed nowhere other than sheets. I don't even know how we ended up finding it there (laughs) like that long ago. But yeah, it's not good chai. Now I know that. But yeah, for years, I loved that stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's funny you were saying about hot chocolate. Um, It was after a wedding this year that was super cold. We were staying in a hotel and and I might have shared this, but we got like the Swiss Miss hot chocolate from Uh like – and it's sometimes just like – I feel like hot chocolate just like hits different. You're like, I didn't know I wanted this and I didn't think I did. But then once you have it, you're like, this is mm-hmm. so good. For sure. I hate Swiss Miss though. I hate packaged hot chocolate. Growing, it's not great. Growing up, my parents – like I did not know hot chocolate like came in a packet. My mom always made it just like with milk and cocoa and like oh, wow. sugar. Like because it's really easy. You just do like a spoonful of sugar, a spoonful of cocoa and milk and you can like – put it in the microwave. So that's the only way we ever drank hot chocolate. And it's like way more creamy and chocolatey. And then Logan's reference was always Swiss Miss. And I was like, this tastes like water. Like I'm, yeah. So I'm staunchy about my hot chocolate, I suppose. She has high standards. I have high standards for my, (laughs) for my chocolate beverages. Uh, Last update I wanted to share. So this is like one I'll continue to update on. I had surprise surgery on Monday. (laughs) It really is not as big of a deal as it sounds like. I had a consultation for my tongue tie at an oral surgeon's, um, what, I'm losing, what's the word called? I was going to say office, office. That's what I was going to say. I don't know what I was going to call it. At the oral surgeon's office, I had a consultation appointment for my tongue tie. So I've talked to several people, some chiropractors, some dentists that have told me that 
the tongue tie, I never really had any severe speech issues. Um, there's a few words I've said weird, but I have really compensated well in my life considering the tongue tie I have. And this tongue tie, we only discovered it maybe a couple years ago. I was in an office with speech therapists and they kind of noticed when we were talking about me saying things weird. And I was like, huh, I think I do have tongue tie. It had then been confirmed by other people. Well, I get a lot of like knots and tightness in my neck. And I've always just thought it was like a muscular thing or postural or like the way I sleep. But I had Katie Morris was one of them. And then I had a few other people tell me that it could be connected to the tongue tie because all the muscles in there are like connected with the jaw and shoulders and stuff. So I was like, okay, well, if there's any chance of it helping with that, I'll get it snipped. So I had an appointment with an ENT, but then when I went to the holistic dentist, she was like, no, make an appointment with the oral surgeon because an ENT will take you in for surgery and like cut it. But an oral surgeon can just use a laser and it's like quick and easy and it heals way easier. So I was like, oh, that was really good advice. So I booked, I just like called them and was like, hey, I have tongue tie and I maybe want it cut. So can I make an appointment? They were like, sure, we'll make you a consultation appointment. So I went to it. This oral surgeon, he's like really old. He's like a nice guy. I don't know. Like he's literally like 75. Like he should be retired. But he just like still does it because he likes to do it or whatever. Uh, that's where I went when I had my wisdom teeth out. So I went for my appointment and he was like, listen, I don't know that it's going to help with all the neck muscle stuff. He was like, there's maybe a 1% chance. He said, but it'll definitely like if we cut it, help you lick your lips better or something. He was <laughs> like, do you have trouble like catching food or doing things? And I was like, not really. And he's like, yeah, but you've never known different. And I was like, yeah, I guess. And so he was like, well, let's get a scan. So they did this x-ray in my head. It was like a 3D x-ray. It was probably very bad, like radiation or something. Mm-hmm. But it was actually so cool because then on a screen, it was like my skull, like my 3D oh. skull. And he was able to see and he was like, yeah, you definitely clench your jaw. You don't grind, but you clench. And then he could like add layers on and was looking at my joints and then like my cervical spine and stuff. So it was really neat oh. to just like see my head on the screen like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was like to me, he was like, well, do you want to get it like lasered? And I was like, yeah, I'd like to. And he was like, well, let's go do it then. And I was like, oh, like right now. And he was like, yeah, I'm bored today. I had a few cancellations. So let's go. And I was just like, okay, sure. I mean, if it means I don't have to make another appointment. So they just took me back in this room in this chair. And I was just like sitting there and all of a sudden I just see him like with a big needle coming over my head. It was like the old fashioned like glass needles with the two like circles on top they hold and like the long tip. And you know, I have like a needle thing. And I was like, okay, I'm just telling you sometimes I pass out. And he's like, I'm doing it quick. Just don't think about it. I was like, okay. So I just like held onto the chair and I did not pass out. He just like shot it right into underneath my tongue, which is like a crazy place for a needle to go too. But I just you know, bared down and was fine, closed my eyes. And then it made it numb. And then he was like, okay, just close your eyes. I'm going to laser this off. And I was like, okay, it took 30 seconds. And like, it was done. And it yeah, so crazy. And then I just left. And it was still numb. And he was telling me like, you don't want scar tissue to build up. So move your tongue side to side or like the roof of your mouth or stick it out more, which it was crazy because like now I can really touch the roof of my mouth with my tongue, like while my mouth's open or like stick it out further and stuff. Just it really hasn't made any difference other than like I can do more like sticking out of my tongue, I guess. She has more tongue mobility. (laughs) Exactly. Right. It's not tied down anymore. Look out. Um. 
because I was, I told him too, I was like, is this going to affect my speech at all? And he was like, no, I don't think it'll affect anything. I was like, okay. So I was on the way home. It's like a 30 minute drive. I was like doing all this stuff with my tongue and it was still numb. And they told me, they were like, okay, it's just going to feel like a really bad cold sore or something like, and then it'll heal in a few days. The mouth heals fast. I was like, all right. Well, the numbing wore off and I think I was doing a little too much or else they lied to me because it hurt so bad. Like, and I have a pretty high pain tolerance, but it was, it was just like, it swelled up because like, it's a sensitive area and it just was like so sore. And the real worst part is I wasn't being good. I didn't eat that morning because I went over there and like worked in a cafe all day And I just was like really busy and not thinking about it. And I was like, okay, I'll eat after my appointment because I didn't think that I was getting that done. So then Mm. I get out of my appointment and my stomach is like growling, but my mouth hurts so bad. So I ended up just fasting that whole day. I was like, okay, this is just a health fast at this point because my, once the numbing wore off, when it, the numbing was there, I was afraid I'd bite through my tongue if I Mm. tried to eat. And then once it wore off, like it just hurt too bad. So I just, yeah. I recovered though the next morning. It felt much better. It pretty much feels like nothing today now and it's healing up very nicely. So I got a surprise phrenectomy, I believe is what they call it. Oh. Yeah. I love that. It was so funny. I got a voice memo. It was like, was it Monday? Was it Monday or Tuesday? It was Monday. Yep. It was just like, <laughs> we were just like, yeah, I just went for a consultation over lunch and then they did surgery on me. I was like, oh, fun. I mean, I feel like you really can't even call it surgery because it was literally like 30 seconds. But technically, if I went to like the ENT, it would have been like they wanted to put me out surgery, Mm. which is crazy. So anyway, I'm happy I got that done. Um, Haven't seen any like crazy results of like, oh, my neck suddenly feels better or anything (laughs) or I'm not clenching my teeth. But I will continue to update in the future. Yes. Keep us posted, please. I will. I don't think people want to see the photos. Logan, like, hates seeing gross things. And I'm, like, so, like, I think it's so neat. Like, any medical photo, like, no medical photos ever really gross me out. Um, And so I'm, like, my whole camera rolls just every day. I'm taking, like, progress photos of my tongue healing. (laughs) No one wants to see it. No one cares. And I just think it's so neat to see and how fast it's been healing, Mm -hmm. too, because the mouth heals so fast. But anyway... So I'm not going to post those on Kind of Crunchy because they are a little disgusting. But just know my tongue's doing well. If you really want to see these photos, you can DM Rachel. DM me for the tongue pics. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we've been here for about 36 minutes. Maybe we should talk about some some brain health now. Are are we actually doing the episode still? (laughs) Okay, yeah. Brain health. That's what today's episode is. Um... We're going to skim the surface here, I'd say, because Jensen and I both, I feel like we have some good practical tips of how to like take care of your little brain, Um, Mm -hmm. but we're definitely not experts. Like we're not neuroscientists. We, yeah, we're not experts in this that we should be like talking in depth. Like who is it? Is it Andrew Huberman? Isn't he like a neuro scientist or something you know what I mean like yes I think he might be I was also going to recommend and we should link her her name's Dr. Caroline Leaf okay her I actually she's a Christian I actually heard her speak at like a Christian conference and it was about like the brain and like spirituality Hmm. and like 
Um, but she has a book called like Think and Eat Yourself Smart. Um, nice. And it's all about how just like the brain is connected to everything. And she's a neuroscientist and I've heard her. I think she has a podcast and she's like has a really cool Instagram. Um, but that's, that being said, she, she's the knowledgeable one. We are just here to share some tidbits, but we are not the experts. And again, remember, not medical advice. Ever. <laughs> I Well, on that note, I want to give a shout out to one of the accounts I follow on Instagram. Her name's Inca Land. I will link her account because it's I am Inca Land. Um, and she's a neuropsychologist. And she's done like TED Talks and stuff. And she posts like really cool, easy to apply um, like habits and stuff for your brain. So just like really practical things. So I think those would be two good resources to give people on this too, because again, absolutely, we're not we're not brain scientists here, <laughs> obviously. Obviously. Okay, so do you want to talk about the brain a little? What we can? Yeah, maybe just we can start spitting out some fun facts just to scratch the surface to start. I can start with one. Okay, go um, ahead. And again, these are things we found on the internet. I didn't read a million health articles on these, but these are just some things we found. Um, a lot of scientists say that the brain doesn't stop developing until age 25. Mm-hmm. And which I'm 20, which I'm 26, which is kind of crazy that like literally until last year, like my brain was still developing. Males' brains take longer than women's normally, which is obvious, right? <laughs> we can That's all tell. <laughs> That's why, like, I'm, like, a youth leader and kids are, like, dating in high school. And, yeah, I dated in high school. But I'm just, like, your brains are so You don't know what you want. Too. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm still, still figuring out. And, right. Yeah. So – but I just thought that was super interesting because it's, like, I feel like you think, oh, when kids are, like, middle school or high school. But, like, 25, like, that's, like, yeah. getting into adulthood. So I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, The brain's only 2% of your body mass – but requires 20% of your nutrients. So you have to not just feed that body, but feed that brain, brain food. Yep. And uh, the brain is said to be roughly like 75% made up of water. Um, So when you're dehydrated, it does have a negative effect on your brain function, which brain fog, you know, you just don't think as well when you're not hydrated. So another reason to drink that water. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like we've talked about this one before, that the brain is really connected with our hormones because our hormones signal to the brain what to do. Like the whole body's interconnected. And then also you have the gut connection in there because a lot of our hormones are signaled in the gut too or housed there. Um, so yeah, it's just really interesting how your whole body is affected by like how your brain and literally what you're doing is affected by your hormones, which are also affected by your gut health. And so I always say it always goes back to the gut. The gut's where it all starts. What you eat, your health of your gut can affect how your brain runs even. So I just think that's interesting. I do too. And I'm just thinking now as we're sitting here, like when you really think about the brain and all of it does and how much we know and all we can do and just how like we don't have to think about walking or think about like eating, breathing think about breathing yeah like and all the functions in our body like it's just sometimes blows my mind like how <laughs> the brain fun yeah it's it's hard it's hard to even like yeah literally blows my mind didn't even think I was yeah that was funny um 
yeah, it's just crazy. So the brain is very valuable. That's why we need to make sure we are nourishing ourselves so that our brain is receiving the proper nourishment. Another fun fact says that the human brain can generate 23 watts of power, which is enough to power a light bulb. I don't know how it would do that, but it was just, it was saying just how powerful the brain is like energy-wise and I'm just like that's crazy. That is pretty cool. I didn't know that one. Um I do just think yeah, like I think sometimes we think like I, we just talk in terms where it's like our brain controls our body, but I just think it's so interesting to be like, okay, but this helps control the brain and this is what sends signals to it and like they're like this episode's about brain health and like ways we can support like a healthy mind and neuroplasticity and things like that but I just think it's so interesting also to just like see that supporting and having a healthy lifestyle and healthy body in general is going to help support a healthy brain Mm -hmm. because it's so interconnected like we were talking Mm -hmm. about the last fun brain fact that I have um and this kind of dips into like some of the brain diseases and stuff is just there have been studies that found as you age the slower you walk the more likely you are to get dementia and that 3,800 steps a day cut dementia risk and 9,800 a day cuts that risk even more like significantly enough to like show a tick of like decrease so I mean we all know Alzheimer's dementia like it's an awful disease that's predominantly like we talk about it with the brain it's brain related and I mean there's still so much research going on there about like what causes it and how to like avoid it and things like that or protect against it and I just think that's super interesting like that walking something as simple as like getting extra steps in and you know I'm such an advocate for a walk a day keeps Mm -hmm. the doctor away well a walk a day also keeps the brain healthy Do you like how I did that? I love that. Our listeners are probably like, wow, they totally – That was pretty lame. Um, my mom always said like a body in motion stays in motion and I just think that's like super interesting because it's like I feel like when you look at older people that are like physically doing well, it's the ones that are playing pickleball or golfing or playing basketball. Like they're staying moving because mm-hmm. like, yeah, our bodies are not meant to be stagnant. And I think, yeah, you're saying walks are so powerful. Yeah. Do you have any more fun brain facts you wanted to share? Nope, that's all I got. Okay, do we want to go into – I mean, we kind of had like brain diseases or issues to talk through generally. I mean, I feel like we – everybody kind of knows these. It's not really like – we're not experts here doing research on like Alzheimer's or Parkinson's. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have anything to add to that conversation that's like groundbreaking that you can't find somewhere else about like, oh, this new research came out with this. I think – Um, people definitely more today, I would say like me or other people definitely think through the risk of like, oh, like this person in my family had Alzheimer's or I know this person who had this, like it's more prevalent and people have seen more like what an awful condition it is or that someone that has Parkinson's or something like that, that I think people Mm -hmm. are more trying to think through ways that they can maybe prevent these things or help support a healthy brain. And so I think more that's what we want to focus on today is just things that maybe have been linked to those diseases and then things that promote a healthy brain, um, food and activities and things like that to maybe encourage a healthy brain. 
Yeah, I was doing – I just was looking up like different brain diseases and issues just to see if there was any ones that mm-hmm. like stood out to me I wanted to talk about. And one of them actually – I'm not going to go too much into it, but um, is MS or multiple sclerosis, mm-hmm. um, which a lot of people don't know that my mom has and she's had since I was in like eighth grade. And whatever medicine she takes like does the job and praise God that it's like basically been in like remission or stagnant. Um, but kind of like ever since then, like I've always just been like, okay, like – want to make sure that like I'm nourishing myself and my brain. Obviously like, you know, genetics do play a role in everything, but like I forget what's the saying. It's like genetics or or genetics or like the loaded gun, but like your lifestyle pulls the trigger or something mm-hmm. like that. It's I totally butchered that. But just like what lifestyle actions can I take to just like make sure that that doesn't happen to me because it's it is in my blood. So, yeah. Yeah, um I mean, I think brain fog is like one of the things that isn't necessarily a brain disease, but a brain issue that a lot of us can kind of like understand or comprehend more than these brain diseases because Mm -hmm. we probably at some point have had it just like being irritable or low energy. And I mean, of course, there's like levels of, of brain fog where people do suffer like severe brain fog and it's an issue for them that like keeps them from being able to work or things like that. But I think we've all to some small level had like where we're just like really irritable or tired or can't think straight, like low motivation, low concentration, things like that. We're like, oh, my brain's just not working right. And so we all kind of have some sort of experience to like link to it. Um, Do you want to talk a little bit about things that maybe have been linked to brain disease or like making your brain unhealthier that maybe people should try to avoid? Absolutely. Um, I would say starting out with, yes, genetics are one thing, but there's a lot of different lifestyle things that um, you can avoid that have been linked to issues with your brain. So bright lights, especially at night, we always say dim those lights at night, get blue light glasses, um, not exposing yourself to that super bright, harsh light right before you go to bed. Um, Too much sugar. I was just talking to someone about this, like sugar – I think salt gets a bad rap, but like sugar, it really is Mm -hmm. a root cause of a lot of diseases. Like if you just look at the American diet, like we take in so much sugar that we don't even realize. It's like a true Um, addiction that people don't know they have. Like all of us. I'm meaning all of us. 100%. Yeah, same. I mean, we're all included. Like we just don't even realize it. Um, Seed oils, fried (laughs) We'd love to hate seed oils for good reason. I feel like we haven't talked about seed oils in a while. We so have been just, good. Yeah. yeah. It's time so to bring it back up, our hate for seed oils. Our <laughs> hatred of seed oils, which we're not perfect like we said, but we try to avoid them as much as we can. Um, and then I'll go into one more and then you can hit on some, but lack of sleep. Um, mm-hmm. There's – I should have looked up some studies, but I know there's definitely a lot of like really interesting facts. Um, maybe we can post some to our Instagram, but like – when you don't get the amount of sleep that you need, like it really does affect like your brain health and longevity of your brain. And like, again, sleep is so underrated and something that our society and era just is like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. And it's like, no, we need to prioritize good sleep, adequate sleep and like quality sleep. Yeah. um, The sleep one. Okay. I feel like everyone who had a psychology class in college I'm thinking I think it was psychology see my brain's already deteriorating um Mm -hmm. like where you learned about different studies they did and Mm -hmm. just like the response to it and the sleep deprivation one did you ever have a psychology class that went over 
I can't I, even remember the, who like did I this did. study or what familiar. the study was. Do you remember there was like the one guy in it that literally like did not sleep for days and they just did like all these studies on his like cognitive performance and like how insane he was going and stuff. Um, and they say sleep. Oh, oh sorry. No, go ahead. They, they say that like um, it can be worse to drive tired than drive drunk. Mm-hmm. Like they say like that that's just as bad as driving when you're like really exhausted. Yeah, it really is crazy. Like lack of sleep, like how desperately our body needs sleep to mm-hmm. function. Um, some other ones on there, alcohol, um, like prolonged use or overuse or even small amounts can um, negatively impact our brain. Um, okay, some of the other ones on here are like things you can't help. Some, Somewhat you can. Um, chronic stress, like yes, you can probably address that. Um, chronic fear or unresolved trauma. So I just think we've talked before on here about like trauma and the book, the body keeps the score really that even like if you think you've moved past something, there is a physical effect on your body from traumas you endure and that it impacts your health. And like, I mean, it's well known, like the ACE test that kind of like calculates all the different like your your level of trauma you've experienced essentially in your life is directly correlated to like people having more immune conditions when their ACE score is higher. And um, it's really similar with brain disease that there's a higher correlation or link to brain disease when you have traumas that have been unresolved or maybe you haven't dealt with. So just even more of a testament to therapy and working through those and really addressing things like that. Yeah. No, that's so good. I think that's all. Do you have anything else you want to hit on? No. I mean, I feel like we could talk about that for a long time, just like any of these things. But again, we're not experts to be like telling you all these research studies and metrics. We're just like surface level, giving it a skim here. And I feel like we should get to the good part, which is things you can do to help your brain, things to eat and then things to do. Yes, exactly. We're not just going to leave you hanging like these are all the terrible (laughs) things that can happen. Here's very tangible things you can do to promote good brain health. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about foods for your brain. Brain food, right? So our brain thrives on good fats, healthy fats. That's what really helps our brain to run. So we're looking at avocados, a healthy fat, coconut oil, um, a lot of other – any type of good fat you can get is going to help your brain run. So those are two. Um, I know that the MCT oil in coconut oil specifically helps to reduce Alzheimer's risk mm. because it reduces inflammation in your body. Mm. Or that's what the studies have said anyway. Um some other things to focus on for brain health are prioritizing foods with like antioxidants in them. Mm-hmm. Um, so some things you can um, focus on would be like blueberries, um, walnuts, green tea is really great. It has a lot of antioxidants that help protect against free radicals. Um, I don't think there's any other on this list. Dark chocolate. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love dark chocolate. Or and cacao, cocoa. Yes. Drink your hot chocolate. Drink- yes. I was just about to say <laughs> It's <that>. brain food. <laughs> Yes. Um, bone broth is really great. It's good protein and it's also good for the gut. So think about like good brain foods are good gut foods because the gut and the brain are all exactly. connected. So making sure you're having prebiotics, probiotics. Yes. Um, I would say on that note, turmeric, because it's anti-inflammatory, 
um, walnuts have a lot of antioxidants in them too. Um, some of the other things I had down were beets because they help your blood flow in your body, which helps the blood flow to your brain also. And then eggs are a big one because they have choline in them. And apparently that's very good for your brain. I don't have all the research on that. You can look that up why your brain needs choline, but, um, eggs have that in the yolks. So the yolks of eggs are specifically good for your brain. Then other than that, I mean, I guess on the good fats, like salmon and sardines were another one I had. But other than that, I really just have like getting enough carbs, proteins, fats, healthy, well-rounded diet. Yeah. Make sure you're eating enough. Yes. Or else your brain will be like, I have nothing to run on. Yes. Remember, it needs 20% of those nutrients. Yes. Give it the fuel it needs. You want to be on top of your (laughs) intelligence. Exactly. Um, did you have any other ones to add on there? I feel like that was a good like basic list to go off of. Yeah, and I would just say if you're thinking of foods to avoid, just really I would limit seed oils and sugar. Those mm-hmm. are going to be two big things. But um, yeah, definitely that list is just some good things you can add into your diet if you haven't already. For sure. Let's talk about a few lifestyle things, just practical applications, of things you can do maybe day to day to help keep that brain healthy. Yes. Okay. Do you, do you want me to go with the first one or did you? Um, I want to start with one that just kind of applies to my life on okay. this list. And it's memorization of things. Mm. I feel like I am a memorization queen. And I would never oh. have said this before because of Pure Bar. I have to memorize a 60-minute class. Literally, I am talking the whole time. I have like a set of like each class. I think I have like 13 note cards with different sections of the class and I interchange them every class. So whatever I Mm. teach Tuesday, I'm teaching something completely different on Thursday. So I'm learning new movements, new parts of the class. And then every three months we switch our choreography. So everything literally gets thrown in the trash and we learn all new stuff. And I think that has been so like, I like I'm driving to class and I'm like saying it in my head and I'm like practicing it. And it's just constant, like newly memorizing stuff. So I feel like Pure Bar has kept me not only healthy exercise why but like I feel like teaching has really helped like with like my memorization and brain I said to someone I was like I wish I had this in college I feel like I could have like memorized stuff better because I it was hard at first like when I first started Pure Bar it was really hard but now I feel like I can memorize things super easy you know what you're probably like maxing out on the brain health Jensen because there is so much research like this is one of the big things I saw that shows that moving your body like exercising And using your brain at the same time. So either like walking and talking or walking and recording memorization or doing some sort of movement while reciting memorization is like the peak for your brain of engaging it with that movement. So while you're doing the pure bar and like reciting something you've memorized, you are like maxing that brain out. Yeah. And I'm always tired after I teach because I'm – well, one, it's usually 6 a.m. So (laughs) that's part of it. But I'm also like – I feel like I'm like it's kind of after like we podcast I have to like come down I'm like okay like I can like because it's like you're you're constantly thinking and it's like you're also moving your body too Mm -hmm. all the things but yeah so that's where I wanted to talk about memorization you can go into the next thing no I think that's a great one and I think that something simple for people to do is going for a walk with a friend and talking or else if you're going for a solo walk instead of listening to like a podcast although still listen to kind of crunchy but Mm -hmm. If you're going to go for like more of a silent walk or something, try to memorize something. Try to memorize a song or a Bible verse or something you need to for work, something like that. And use that time you're on the walk every day to either recite it or try to memorize it. 
because it's going to be engaging your brain while your body's moving. And it just shows like all the research shows that that engages your brain so much more when you're moving and trying to like do brain games. I've also too, I've seen people at the gym bring books and like read books or study for like schoolwork while walking on the treadmill. And I'm like, okay, that's pretty smart too. So if you were like in school or studying for something or just want to read, um, maybe try to walk while you do it because it engages your brain even more. Mm, I love that. I would never thought to do that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, are you going to go into another one for us? I was just going to say this is for you. Um, your brain also is probably working like crazy because reading um, – I just was looking some things up and reading is a complex task that requires multiple parts of the brain to work together because you're trying to like piece together things with a book and you're still like thinking about it after you mm-hmm. finish reading. Like there's a lot of study with how good reading is for your brain too. So just shout out to your big reader. <laughs> big reader. Look at us pumping each other up on our brain, <laughs> brain health. Um, one of the things I want to talk about is brain challenges and games because this is something I've really been into. I am on a hot streak. Uh, it's January 12th when we're recording this, and I have had 12 consecutive days since the new year of doing my brain games, the one that I got duped into buying the app for. Oh, yeah. I said I never buy stuff, and then I just did. But you know what? I am loving it. They give me three like games per day that I do and they're like brain challenges. So they either challenge like memory or like sorting, like there's all these different things. And it is interesting to see like I'm better at some than others. I will link again that app. It was 30 bucks for the whole year. I never buy apps. I I shouldn't have, but I am really getting my use out of it now and enjoying it actually. It's called Impulse. Um, I'm sure there's like free apps that you can get to do the same thing. But um, I've always been a big fan of like Sudoku puzzles or like word searches, things like that. And just trying to daily do things like that are going to help keep your brain sharp. One of the reasons I wanted to start doing some more brain games is because when we were in high school, we used to do minute multiplication in math class. Oh, yeah. And it was like you walked Uh, math is not my strong suit at Mm -hmm. all it never has been I finished up with like actual math classes about 10th grade because I was like ahead in my courses but you had to take a math each year so then after that my maths were jokes they were like computer math where you made a little guy dance on the screen with like code (laughs) academy or something and just like stupid like filler and then in college I didn't I took a basic math that was like order of operations and it was literally a fifth grade teacher that was adjunct that came and taught it was so easy um but I'm not good at math and now I haven't done it for so long and I'm like so out of practice that I was like, I feel stupid because Logan can just like, I can give him any numbers and he can just like multiply or divide or anything in his head like in an instant. And like, that's an exceptional skill, but I will find myself having trouble like with basic multiplication or addition. Like it takes me so long now and I'm like, I'm getting stupid. Like I literally am because I'm not using these skills. So I started printing out the minute multiplication sheets online last year and doing them. And I was like ashamed because it just comes so easy for Logan. And I was like either finishing in a minute, but getting a bunch wrong or not finishing. And I was just like, I hate my life. Like I, what in the world? So I've really been trying to make it a point to just like brush up on skills. And I'm like, you know what? If I have kids someday and like have to help them with schoolwork, I'm sure it'll help me kind of bring these skills back. But that's too long to wait at this point. I need to get ahead of the ahead of this. 
Okay, here's a really practical thing that I, it's not on the list, but it kind of goes off that. Don't use the calculator app on your phone. Like, <laughs> right? They're so <laughs> that's they're, a good, unless you have good like tip. unless you have like a big math problem that you like physically can't do, like three hundred forty-two mm-hmm. times seventy-eight. Like, I'm not doing that. But it's like it'll be like what's twenty-eight plus sixty-five, and I'll like grab my phone when it's like I can add right? that in my head, but you have to like think for more than a second, like. That's something you can practically do. Like, don't just like go to the calculator. Or for leaving a tip. Yeah. At a restaurant. Exactly. Like, actually figure it out. That's okay. Yeah. You know what I love? One last thing on like the brain games. I think these are so fun. I literally feel like I'm going to look this up after this. I was obsessed with the ones where it's like, it's like five people's names. So it's like Rachel Jensen, Logan, Logan, whoever. And then on the other side, it's like, goes to school, works here. And then it's like, there's a, there's like a key at the top. There's like five things and it's like Rachel doesn't go to this school and it's like you have to like figure like out. Like a riddle like, almost. Like it's like you have to figure out like the I've chart. Ne- there's like five across the top. Huh. You've probably seen it. Five down the side. I haven't. Have to, like, I swear I've never seen this in my life. You'll have to send it to me. No, no, no. It's it's name. I guess maybe the one I'm thinking, it's like names at the top and names on the side and then it's like Rachel and Logan aren't married but Rachel is sisters with this person. You have to oh. figure out like who's connected. Yeah. I'll have to send you an example, but they're really fun, but they're really hard. When I when we go camping each year, my mom always has like puzzle books that just have like random puzzles in them, like Sudoku, word searches, mm-hmm. and then like riddles like that. Logan and I always love to do them. She got me some for Christmas to take camping this year because I always steal hers, probably. Aw, so fun. Seriously, just like get one of those books. They're like five, ten bucks at the store or online. Mm-hmm. And just like try to do a puzzle each night if you're not gonna do like on your phone a brain game or something. It's kind of fun. It gets you away from screen time for a little and it really will mm-hmm. challenge your brain in a different way. Especially like for me, my thing is like I use my brain for work and for things I'm doing a lot, but it becomes the same type of tasks. Like I said, like I'm not using a lot of math most of the time or like, you know what I mean? You start to master some skills that it just becomes monotonous, but then you go back to skills you don't use as much and you're like, oh my gosh, like my brain really, I used to be so much better at this. You realize you're like, oh my gosh, I'm getting old. My brain's going downhill. Yes. Yeah, that's a good one, though. Not using the calculator app. Um, Some of the other ones, I mean, we said how important sleep is. Deep quality sleep, like Mm -hmm. reducing blue light, getting morning light. All those things we always hit on um, are always going to be, like, really good for your brain. One of the other ones is positive social and peer relationships. Like, it is important to connect with other people, to have, like, conversations that are thought-provoking and interesting. Um, I feel like sometimes we just go through our life on autopilot or the day And we're just, like, not really making our brain work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or we're, like, overwhelming our brain with so many mundane tasks and just, like, going through the day that we're exhausted, but our brain hasn't really worked. We're just exhausted from, like, existence. (laughs) Yeah. No, absolutely. I would say these next two kind of tie together. Stress management and avoiding glucose spikes Mm because your cortisol is all wrapped up in that. So I would just say like make – and again, that goes back to like eating a balanced diet, like pairing carbs with protein and fats. It's funny how like I guess if we did an episode of like heart health and all all the different healths, like there are like specific things for each of them, but really like it's the basics. Like your body is so interconnected. So if you're doing something good for brain health, it's probably good for your heart health, et cetera. Yeah, for sure. Some other things I would say are um, doing meditation or like deep breathing, like calming Mm -hmm. down and letting your brain and body be at rest is going to help you. Um, One of the other ones that I had on here was uh, fish oil or omega-3 supplements, just because that's 
like when we say good fats are good for the brain, those like omega threes are really important. And you can find those in a lot of the good fats and a fish oil supplement or an omega three supplement. Um, if you're not getting enough of that is going to help to power your brain and keep it healthier too. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any more? Um, just, I said this before, but hydration is key. Make sure you're drinking enough water. Um, I feel like a lot of us are severely dehydrated. Um, and then eating the rainbow, like we said, there's so many good like nutrients and different foods. Mm-hmm. Um, again, just trying to add to your diet, not take away. What can you add? What can? How can you add more nutrients to your diet instead of restricting yourself from things? Yeah. The last one I will add is like artistic things like creating, like painting mm-hmm. or playing music really engages your brain like especially if you read music if you don't maybe make it a goal to like take some instrument lessons because your brain has to think like to sight read new music and then like because playing the violin is my reference for this Mm -hmm. like to get a new piece of music you've never read before and mentally be processing that and moving your fingers in sync at the same time And then like realizing whether you're hitting the right notes, whether you're making the right movements. It's just like it makes your brain function on such a high level to play an instrument Mm -hmm. that it's really good for keeping it like sharp and healthy. I feel like people in marching bands have to be using their brain so much. Oh my gosh. They're literally playing music and they're marching around. The movement and brain action. Join marching band, guys. What are we doing? (laughs) Let's start one. Okay, I'm going to say one last one. Um, Cold therapy. I know sometimes Mm -hmm. this can be controversial, but like they say that it's really great for brain health with your nervous system. Um, Adding cold to the end of your shower. I – that was a phase for me. (laughs) Just a phase. It's too cold now for that. I I just – I hate the cold. It's not my thing. I'd rather be hot any day, so I just need to get – tougher yeah. and thicker skin. The, but. the last one I thought of, I know I said that was my last one, but this is something on my to-do list for next week is knitting. I want to get back oh. into like learning to knit because I feel like your hands would be moving and your brain would be working. Anything that yeah. gets like you moving and your brain working at the same time. So knit a scarf, knit a scarf, join a marching band, pick up an <laughs> instrument, do it all guys. Do it all. Yeah, but that account I follow, I'm definitely going to link below because she just has such good like little graphics with applicable mm-hmm. stuff. Um, so I think that'll be super helpful to our listeners to check that out. But that's really all I had. Yeah, this is perfect timing because um, as you can see, I didn't start. When we started, it was a lot lighter out and yeah. I'm like sitting in the it's dark. Getting dark. And I'm like, <laughs> mm, it's time. For sure. This was a fun episode. Uh, it was like – Almost half of it was ketchup and the other half was brain health, but it's always fun to just catch up here. Hopefully you guys who listen enjoy it too. Yeah. Thank you guys for being here. Um, Rachel and I, I'm just going to give a little sneak peek. We're just talking about how we're going to celebrate our one year of Kind of Crunchy, Ooh, yes. which is coming up. I think this is episode very soon, 46 or 47, which means like mm-hmm. 52 will be like a year, which is just crazy. so crazy because it was like around this time last year, Rachel was like, we were like planning our first time mm-hmm. to like record <laughs> and here we are. So thank you guys who have been here from the beginning. Thank you to also our new listeners. We're so happy you're here. Um, again, if you haven't, don't follow us on Instagram, make sure you do so. Leave us a review. We All always the love them. They make us so happy. They just brighten our day. Um, but yeah, we hope you have a wonderful day. Tune in next week for another fun episode of Kind of Crunchy.
Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Remember, although we talk all things health and wellness here, this is not medical advice, and you should always seek out your medical professional for further questions. Thanks again for listening. Please remember to share, comment, and subscribe to help support our podcast.